Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. I am here inside the LitgoMetals.com studio for a Thursday edition of North Mississippi Spotlight. As you are aware, we call it the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, and we have a couple of guests to get to today, plus other information to run at you as well, North Mississippi and the Ranger Athletic Department. And here at the top of it, we'll do the weather situation and kind of update some things that happened and talk about what went on yesterday in uh, the severe storms that came through. But we have... Two sophomore students that are going to join us today. Mary Claire at Landsguard will be on first. We'll chat with her about things in the spring band concert series and other things going on. And, and really get from both of them, again, the why they chose Northwest, what they're majoring in, what they're doing, what the plans are, listening to more great young leaders coming through in WCC as Cheyenne Hewitt will join afterwards. And she's going to be part of the sophomore exhibition in the art gallery coming up. So we'll get you times and dates on spring concert, which is today. And then we'll get you some other things going on in the art world and more with two young ladies, sophomore students, both from DeSoto County. And we'll talk with both of them as the show goes on. But the weather is a service of Alan Samuels. You can shop online at alansamuelsoxford.com. They're your friend in the car business Hours with this show and more. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. So after the severe storms made their way through yesterday, we are looking at a day where we're going to be around 60. We'll have some clouds, but around 60 degrees. Overnight low, 34, which has a frost advisory for our North Mississippi area today. Of course, storm damage yesterday and a frost advisory today and that will go on with a 34 degree overnight low so we'll have some frost apparently to wake up to in the morning and then as we peek into the rest of the week 70 on saturday 71 on sunday 75 on monday some storms may be coming back through next tuesday uh, but we have four pretty decent days of weather coming up here in North Mississippi. And it leads us to what went on in some of the areas. And, you know, I've seen reports and pictures and things. And, you know, I know we have some homes that are damaged, a warehouse that fell in in the South Haven area. No injuries in that one at State Line Road and Hamilton Road. Employees were evacuated, and so there were no injuries when the roof fell in. Also in DeSoto County, power lines, telephone poles, fences down in the Rasco Road area and other places in South Haven. A funnel cloud was actually reported uh, about six miles east of Oxford. It's in between, uh, pardon me, uh, six miles east of Batesville, in between Oxford and Batesville in the 315 area of Highway 6. If you are familiar, uh, in between Oxford and Batesville, when you're turning to go back to the Sardis Lake, uh, right in there, there was some damage right on Highway 6 with things going on in the Coles Point area. Blackjack is what they call it. Central Academy, if you've driven through uh, Highway 6 between Oxford and Batesville, there's a cemetery on the right and a small little church. That's called Central Academy. And so that area right through there, 
saw some storm damage. Reports of trees down in Como, Marshall County, and Holly Springs had some wind damage and large trees down across that city. And I am sure uh, that there was damage in other locations as well. But a rather lucky situation as they moved through and will try and repair what has been damaged, but uh, no injuries to this point that have been recorded. So we did have to deal with that yesterday. Today, however, 60 degrees and temperatures of around 34 degrees for the overnight low. 426-1093 is the text message line. Several of you used it yesterday, and I appreciate that during the program. You can continue to do that at any point in time about anything. 662-426-1093. Go to the Facebook page. I know that I shared something with the Panola County Emergency Management people uh, about areas in that county where Storm damage was a little tougher than than in others and in locations to kind of stay away from today. And as we're looking at power outages with all of our people, uh, TVEPA, also Northeast, Entergy, and uh, North Central Electric working. Entergy seems to have most of the damage and things that they're working on in a line from Clarksdale up right up I-55 through Sardis, Como, into the Sinatobia area and over into the DeSoto County part of the world uh, that they work with for Northeast Power. They only had four members affected earlier in the morning out of their over 27,900. So, in fact, that's gone. They have taken care of everything according to the Northeast Power site. And as far as TV EPA is concerned, the area between Batesville and Oxford that they cover, heavily damaged and a lot of work that will be going on in that area. So have some patience because that's actually gone up a little bit with their number there. Over 2,000 people or members are affected by the storm damage that happened between Oxford and Batesville on Highway 6. They have other pockets as well around Charleston and Oakland and Coffeyville and Sardis that they're dealing with. But the biggest of it. Uh, kind of east of Batesville, east of Sardis, to the Sardis Lake, swinging around about midway to Oxford. So there was a large path right there where the funnel cloud was spotted uh, that has about 2,000 members of TVEPA needing uh, some help to work on. And I know I saw from North Central Electric, they're actually sending a crew to Cohoma County to help with those over in and around the Clarksdale area and more. So uh, we made it uh, for the most part, although a lot of damage, so give some patience, especially to those working in the TV EPA world, trying to get uh, their people in Panola County and Lafayette County back up and running along the way. We are up and running along the way, so let's go ahead and hit this break, shall we? We'll get one of our first two students coming up next to talk to us about the spring concert that's going on, band concerts and other things happening. We get a couple of students to tell us about Northwest Community College, what they do, what their plans are, things like that. That's our show today. It's the final show of March, by the way, Thursday, March 31, 2022 edition of our program. We roll until 10 o'clock today. We call it the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093.
right, friends, we're doing the Ranger Hour on a Thursday. We have a couple of students we're going to talk to on this edition of the program. We thank our friends at Sycamore Bank for making all of this possible and giving us an opportunity to talk to some of uh, the good and, and every time. I, I, I know you guys hear me say this every time I talk to students. It, it, they impress me so in whatever the major is and in whatever they do. And I look forward to talking to a couple today. We'll start with Mary Claret Landsgard, who's on the phone. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. Things are good. Um, I, hopefully storms and whatnot didn't damage anything around your area. Did you Did you stay inside and just kind of watch and, and get prepared for what will be a little better day today? Oh, yeah. Just stayed inside. We were fine. The campus was fine here in Sanatobia. Good. Excellent. All right, so let's get a little bit about you, in fact. Like, you know, what part of – you're from DeSoto County, but tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Give us a little background information and what your major is there at Northwest. All right, well, uh, my major is electrical engineering. Um, I guess in high school I kind of did a lot of math classes, which prepared me for that. Uh, I play trombone in the band, which I started in ninth grade, um, I was actually homeschooled uh, in an online program that from a school that is affiliated with the John Birch Society. Mm-hmm. It's called Freedom Project Academy. So I was able to do that, but then also be involved in a bunch of other homeschool programs, such as a band uh, program that's in the area uh, called the Shepherd's Horn. Excellent. Uh, what made you decide on trombone? I, I don't know. Uh I was watching my siblings perform. My siblings were younger than me. I, I joined after. Uh, not really peer pressure, more like I saw them having fun and I wanted to join in. <laughs> but uh, I saw this one young man playing uh, trombone at one of their concerts, and he just looked like he was having so much fun. So I said, yeah, I want to play that. You know, I ended up in the percussion world and th- and was going to try and you know branch out, pick up an instrument, and that's where I thought I might try the trombone. However, I have really short arms, and so I don't. It just didn't seem to work for me, you know. Um, and I just stuck right. with the percussion part of it uh, and stayed there and had a lot of fun, driving my parents crazy uh, with drums in the house the entire time. What made you choose Northwest Community College? You said you went through the, you know, being homeschooled and whatnot. What drew you to uh, Northwest? Uh, well. Part of it was wanting to be close to home for my first two years in college, but it was also because of the affordability. And after I did start coming to Northwest, I realized that it was one of the best decisions I ever made regarding my own education, you know, beyond high school, because it just gives you so many opportunities going into four-year universities. And, and you know, you can lower the overall cost of school by just going to Northwest first or any other community college. But Northwest is particularly good. Uh, my brother went here before me, actually, and he was in the band program, so I knew that I could uh, get a scholarship with band here and that I knew the people were good people. So yeah. there was also that. Yeah, I've known them all for quite a long time, as we were talking about on the phone prior to that. So let's talk about a spring band concert. Time and place, is that today, in fact? Yes, it is later today, uh, 7 p.m. at the Fine Arts Auditorium on campus. What all will, uh, if, if one shows up to that tonight on campus, what, what all can we expect if we walk into the building? Well, uh, 
there will be two groups playing tonight, the uh, Wind Symphony and then the Symphonic Winds. The Symphonic Winds are Mr. Ungright's band, I believe. I believe that's what they're called. And the Wind Symphony is Mr. Brownlee's band. The Symphonic Winds will go first. I'm not sure about their uh, their list of songs, but we are playing five pieces. Uh, one movie song, not to spoil too much, uh, <laughs> a fanfare, a march, and a couple other cool things. Yeah, you can't. I, I agree. Don't don't give it away. Make the people come and listen and 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 enjoy what is going on. A, a typical day right. for you, right? You you go through, you go to class and practice. How many hours a day do you put into your craft of playing the horn or all of you together in working and getting ready for a concert like tonight? Oh, my goodness. Well, between my class schedule and other bands I'm in, I'm actually in three of the bands, uh, jazz band, the concert band, and then the steel band. Uh, I really have to figure out how to squeeze <laughs> practice times in because – as an electrical engineering major, I have a lot of math and science classes that take up a lot of time. So just just those little breaks between classes and then on the weekends is what I use for practice and homework as well. Yeah, I imagine. So what do you like best? Are you more the jazz kind of uh, trombone player, or does it really matter to you? Are you just music in general? Uh, I really just like music in general. The thing about jazz is that it's very laid back. You can you know, experiment a little more with notes and things like that. But concert music is more, or orchestra music is very precise, like very articulated. It sounds amazing, but I would say it's a little harder. Getting a good chance to talk to a couple of students today on the program, being our guest here on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. All right, what is your plan after, I mean, because you are a sophomore, right? The time is about to hit you uh, where you're leaving Northwest and going somewhere else. Where will you take that electrical engineer uh, portion of your process next? Well, I am planning on transferring to Mississippi State University. They have a fantastic electrical engineering program down there. No doubt. I've uh, had a family member that went through uh, and... Uh, of course, I, I, I've long time worked on the Ole Miss side of things with sports and whatever, and and I had a daughter that ended up going to the University of Memphis. And, and here's the thing, when you find your place, I don't care where it is, you go and, and you do uh, what's for you and, and move forward. And if you're going to be an electrical engineer, I'm right with you uh, as to what you're doing and where you're going along the way. Uh, do you hopefully plan on staying in North Mississippi and helping us out with that engineering degree? Oh, I, I do hope so. Uh, who knows where who knows where I'll go, but that is <laughs> certainly the plan so far. I think that would be great. Remind the people again of uh, the concert times and a place to be tonight, if you don't mind. Uh, the concert starts at 7 p.m., and it is in the Fine Arts Auditorium on campus, the Cenotopia campus. Can't wait. Thank you very much for being with us on the program today, and good luck in what's next in your life, okay? Thank you for having me. Thank Not, you so much. See, and nice, I appreciate it. Nice and easy. It was no, not a problem at all. You did great. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Mary Clore Lansgard on with us. Trombone player in tonight's spring concert series and good information. And, and I'm going to ask our next guest, Cheyenne Hewitt, some of the name, uh, same questions early about the choices and about what is happening for her at Northwest Community College. And, and I know in listening to Miss Lansgard going through a homeschool situation, the small class sizes probably uh, really helped along the way. 
and then getting involved and doing all the things that she uh, has done so far. Obviously, another great student there from Northwest Community College. Next, we're going to talk art. Sophomore exhibit coming up at the gallery. We'll be talking with Cheyenne Hewitt next. We'll get into that discussion and more. 925 on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Well, we're approaching 930 now on our Thursday. Tomorrow, as we get back to North Mississippi Spotlight, we'll go Mostly into sports, getting you into the weekend, getting you ready for a lot of different things. Although, who knows, things could pop up and and we bring you some other event or thing that's going on. But Jay Thompson will be in studio with me tomorrow. Now we get a chance to discuss with another student a little bit about why she chose Northwest, what's going on with her, and with the uh, sophomore exhibition in the art gallery that's coming up soon. This is Cheyenne Hewitt. Hello, young lady. How are you? good how are you very good so we talked with someone that'll be in the spring band concert tonight now we're going to get a little art discussion from you we've been doing this a lot cheyenne whether it's been you know with actual you know people uh, there that that are the te- teaching and over the programs and, and and whatnot plus getting some students as well we've had a lot of fine arts on this program lately and i've enjoyed the conversations with all and i'm going to start you basically just like i did with mary claret just a little bit ago and that is some background information on you like where are you from and what your major is things of that nature what can you tell us about you cheyenne well, I was born in California, but I've lived in South Haven, Mississippi for over 10 years now. Um, I am at Northwest because of the price, and also it's a really good introduction to college before going to a four-year. Yeah. Um, I am an art major, and I'm going to be going into digital media and animation. Digital media and animation. Excellent. Uh, recently, uh, the Oxford Film Festival uh, came through last weekend, and one of my guests was an actual uh, movie you know, writer, producer, and things, wow. and the one that he was showing, what you know, and and we were talking, his was animation as well. So you've already led me into, because he gave his kind of why he got into that as compared to others. What has drawn you into that area? It's a very unique form of storytelling. You can tell a story, a mood, without any words, just by showing what it is, and I think. It's really fun. Have you already, are there things already in the portfolio? Have you already done some work and things? I've done a few small just animations, but nothing big, nothing that's like a show, obviously. Right. That is, is that a hope of yours, obviously, you know, uh, in years to come? 
I would love to do stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe one of these film festivals along the way will be watching, uh, you know, a short animation piece from uh, from Cheyenne Hewitt. Well, that would be nice. And then just, just remember uh, the rest of us small people that uh, talked to you along the way prior to becoming uh, the big time. You talked about Northwest Community College. What are the classes size-wise like? Are they uh, small, comfortable? Are you getting good hands-on experience there at the Northwest campus? Oh, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest pluses of going to Northwest. The classes are really small, comfortable. The teachers have time to talk to everyone individually. It's not rushed. It's not like there's 50 people in a class and no one can talk to the professor. Right. I think now that, you know, you've told us about animation and things, I was going to ask you about your art and, and what you in specific would have in the sophomore exhibition at the art gallery. Uh, so what kind of pieces of yours will we see? I have a lot of paintings in the show. Um, they all range from, like, really small couple inches to couple feet like i have some a lot of different types of paintings also drawings and stuff um when did, yeah that's the kind of stuff i do when did you start when did you when did you get into art and now I'm, I'm drawing now, for, now i'm asking as a dad okay i'm yeah. asking as a dad with the uh, with with and and I, uh, people here's the the things people listening to this show Cheyenne know almost everything about my family and what they do because i just blurt it on out there there's really no secrets but the the 7 year old almost 8 year old loves drawing loves everything really if he takes his time can be good at it and so i'm watching him kind of start here and hoping that continues for him what year do you remember that you kind of got really into it and started i was about the same age as your son i've been drawing for really as long as i can remember but specifically around like seven eight years old um is when i started asking like hey can i get this thing can i get some cool pencils um and I'm very glad that my parents encouraged that. Well, you know, that was one of the things that uh, that we were able to get Santa to bring to the young man. Right? Mm, Just yeah. a lot of different things. And then you tell the grandparents, like, he wants this. And then now there's almost in every room, you have the colored pencils here, you have the the paper there you have you know he may have to go oh, to yeah, different rooms over. yeah it's, it's all over the place you know uh and and it's fun to watch and fun to go I, I would assume that your parents were very encouraging along the way yes when i was younger they definitely listened when i asked for pencils when i asked for books and stuff I got a little older. They're like, are you sure you want to go to college for that? But they're, they're pretty supportive all in all. Well, here's the thing. I, I do not have an artistic bone in my – I cannot. I, I am not good at that. My, his mom, not – but he has a small ability that we want to obviously push and go forward with along the way. When is this sophomore exhibition? The sophomore exhibition is all next week, but the opening reception is the 7th from 5 to 7. There will be uh, treats and music, and you get to see everybody, um, their work on the wall, and they get to talk to the artists themselves. How many, do you know, do you know how many artists there may be? So there, the exhibit is the sophomores that are about to graduate. I'm not quite sure, but there's at least like 10 to 15. Talking with Cheyenne a little bit about the sophomore exhibition and herself and Northwest Community College obviously, and that exhibition is about to start in the art gallery. So once you get ready to leave Northwest, because as I was talking with the last guest, that's coming up soon, uh, what and where are the plans for you educationally, work-wise? What's next in Cheyenne's world? 
Well, I got accepted into Delta State uh, University. Mm-hmm. I'm going into their art program, their animation and digital media. Uh, I'm going to be working on my bachelor's degree, and fingers crossed after that, I'll be getting my master's degree. And I'd love to work in a studio after that. Work in a studio after that. Excellent. Again, we're talking with Cheyenne Hewitt along the way. Um, remind the people of the time and the place of the exhibition, then i got probably one or two more uh, questions I need to get out of you. Absolutely. The reception for the exhibition is on the 7th from 5 to 7 p.m., and there will be food and stuff there. So you talked about your art. Can you uh, Have you seen some of the other sophomore pieces and things that they're doing? Do you know what directions some of the other art students may be providing there at the gallery? Oh, yes. There's some wonderful paintings and drawings and stuff. There's also going to be sculpture um, and various other just different types of media, and it's really cool. Everyone is so good. Uh, with that, and, and let me ask, is is there a, a way, like, if people come into the exhibition, um, are you guys selling any of the pieces, or is this just for show, this this exhibition? This show is just for show, but at the end of April, we're actually having our LeFaux sale. Okay. Spring. All right. Yeah, I've had, you know, because I know that in the past, you know, year or so of doing this, you know, we've been doing this Ranger Hour for I guess maybe closing in on two years or whatever, that we have talked about the art show where people can actually purchase pieces of yours. And I I couldn't remember if this was the one or not. That will come at the end of the month, you say? Yes, sir. Excellent. Well, maybe somebody's going to put some money in your pocket before the end of the month on on those things as well and get you started. Uh, Listen, it's been great having a conversation with you today. Best of luck again. And uh, I I would assume then your two years at Northwest have been well worth it. You made the right choice for you. Absolutely. It's been a wonderful two years, and I would not change it for the world. Well, we thank you for being on and talking about it today. Good luck in everything that you do, and maybe one of these days winning awards for your animation somewhere in the United States of America. Cheyenne, have a good day, okay? You too. Thank you. Cheyenne Hewitt on with us. You know, both young ladies, right, talking about the different things. One playing trombone, doing things in the music world, but will end up in the electrical engineer portion of things at Mississippi State. One in the digital and animation part of things going to Delta State and wants to have work and do things in a studio at some part. That's why I like having these conversations. Both of them choosing Northwest. And this this seems to be a big theme, obviously, right? When we talk to all these students financially as to what it is and how good the class sizes or whatever it is, they're you know, professors, the people that are teaching them and, and, and leading them at Northwest Community College. NorthwestMS.edu is the best way to find out about both tonight's event, the spring concert for the band that will be going on, and then check out the things with the sophomore exhibition at the Art Gallery as well. We have sports we need to get to and a few other things as well at Northwest, but let me tell you about this. For two days only, coming up tomorrow and Saturday, April the 1st and the 2nd, if you are looking uh, for like appliances for home, uh, if you are looking for lawn and garden equipment, if you're looking for maybe some bedding, mattress and foundation sets, here's where I want you to think about. In the Midtown Shopping Center on North Lamar and Oxford, there is your Sears hometown store. And you can take an extra 10% almost off everything at that store in Oxford tomorrow and Saturday. And you can use your qualifying Shop Your Way or Sears card to get an extra 5% off select appliances 
or you get 12-month special financing on select appliances of $299 or more, 20% off power, lawn, and garden equipment, up to 50% off mattress and foundation sets, big savings on tools. The summertime's coming up. If you need tools to get the job done around the house, if you need lawn and garden equipment, it's just a click away. You go to SearsHometownStores.com. Look at the deals there. There's savings tomorrow and Saturday at your Sears hometown store located in the Midtown Shopping Center on North Lamar in Oxford. Exclusions apply. You need to see that store for details. All right, to the end of the show we go with some sports talk and other things that we'll get to in North Mississippi as well. 9.40 on this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. 60 degrees by the end of the day, 34 the overnight low with a frost advisory here on the last day of March. So we'll have that for you, but we'll warm up over the next couple of days along the way. If you're looking for anything related to Northwest Community College, best way to do it is northwestms.edu. You can go and check out some of the things that we talked about in last week's show where the Northwest Theater students and the staff won some awards. The Northwest Spring Preview Days that we have discussed on this program. And then you can find out about the events and the things that we have just been speaking on. Tonight's spring bands uh, series, the concert, and then the sophomore exhibition that will be coming up along the way. There are preview days. Uh, there was one scheduled for the Center Toby campus yesterday, obviously. Uh, that changed with the weather and the way things went. But Wednesday, April 13, there'll be another spring preview day for the main campus, as well as Wednesday, April 20th. The DeSoto campus will have one on Tuesday April the 12th, and all preview days last from 9 until noon. So you can look about the academic part of things, career technical, whatever, the pathway or the program. You can use those days to bring, whether it's groups of students or individuals, and you want to take uh, your prospective student to Northwest to one of the campuses, you can find out the information in those days again at northwestms.edu. Now in the world of sports, Tuesday afternoon, the number 11 Northwest softball team swept Northeast. They won two zip. And 11-5, Rangers softball has a three-date homestand that opens up on Saturday against number 4 Jones. Here they go again against nationally ranked opponents. Number 11 Northwest and number 4 Jones. The games are scheduled for 1 and 3 o'clock on Saturday. And it marks the reopening of the Rangers softball field. They've been playing at the park there on the side of I-55 there in Senatobia. And now they get a chance to go back to their own field on campus. And so the on-campus facility will be open for the first time since March 6, 2020. Congratulations to Coach Bramlett and the team, A, for being so good this year, B, for getting an opportunity to get back on their own 
campus facility, the Ranger softball field. Saturday, 1-3, to three, number 11, Northwest, number 4, Jones. They'll be carried on Ranger TV. You go to nwccrangers.com slash watch and also on Facebook Live. Northwest Baseball on Tuesday split with Northeast. A 12-zip run rule in the first game, but the Tigers won the nightcap 12-8. So Northwest overall remains at an even 500. 14 wins, 14 losses, 4-8 and eight inside the MACCC, inside the conference competition. And now they'll hit the road for the next week and a half. They'll take on Jones College, Cahoma, and Hines for the upcoming stretch. And so kind of, a, a, you, you know, like through basketball, the way since COVID has gotten here, while the women's basketball team may be playing, and I'll, I'll just throw out Jones in Senatobia, the Northwest men would be there at Jones on the same night. We're finding the same thing happening with softball and uh, with baseball to an extent in some of that. So it'll be Jones College, Cahoma, and Hines all on the road for the Northwest baseball team. The Rangers kick things off on Saturday at Jones, 2 and 5 o'clock for the double dip at Ellisville. So that is coming up for baseball. Needing some wins along the way to try and climb back up near 500 in the conference and maybe get back into the playoff situation again. Yesterday, Northwest women's basketball was going to have a tryout, but obviously the weather changed things a little bit. The campus closing down at noon. So Coach Troy Howell has announced the new tryout date for the 2022-23 season will be Wednesday of next week on the 6th. So that will be at Howard Coliseum at 4.30, moved from the original date of yesterday because of the severe weather. Each participant is required to bring an updated physical, $20 tryout fee for the event. For further details, Coach Howell's office number is 560-5345 or email the young man at thowellnorthwestms.com. Dot edu. Uh, Troy got into the playoffs, won some games, got into the region playoffs with eight ladies by the end of the season. The Christmas holiday lost a lot of players on that team, yet those eight really did a great job for Coach Howell and making their way and winning some games and upsetting some teams along the way and got into the playoff situation as they did. So there are a lot of positions available in Senatobia for women's basketball players. 560-5345 or T. Howell at northwestms.edu. Whether it is about next week's tryout, which again will be Wednesday, April 6th at Howard Coliseum at 430, or anything you might want, get in touch with our friend, Coach Howell. A couple of things to, to get to, and then we'll move on out of the way, get you to the midday show. I want to prepare a couple of you in, in, in DeSoto County, or a lot of you in DeSoto County, and there will actually be some cleaning up, right, that needs to be done because of storms and, and that nature and things that went through yesterday. But remember, we had Supervisor Lee Caldwell on with us earlier in the week. Spring cleanup week begins tomorrow in DeSoto County. And so trying to help keep DeSoto County beautiful by cleaning up the community, there's going to be a lot of that because of storm damage and things that went through some of the DeSoto County area. The County Board of Supervisors have set up uh, 14 dumpsters across the county where you can clean up and dump your items into one of them. The best way to go find out where those are located, well, A, you can call 
1-800-242-5252. Or go to the website, DeSotoCountyMS.gov. And so things that will be allowed in the dumpsters are things like furniture, mattresses, lumber, carpet, bricks, limbs, leaves. Obviously, there are going to be limbs and leaves uh, that are out and about fencing that may have been torn down. If you want, there will be dumpsters all throughout uh, DeSoto County for that. It just happens to be the spring cleanup week. And then the county cleanup day is on Saturday from 9 until noon. So groups, communities, churches, homeowners associations, families, just individuals, you can clean up an intersection, you can clean up a a section of road, trash bags can be dumped in one of the 14 dumpsters as well, wherever you may be in the DeSoto County area. They need you to register, and you again can go to DeSotoCountyMS.gov or call 469-8152. They'll get you a cleanup kit. You'll get the things you need, like the orange vest. If you're going to be, obviously, walking around roadways and need to be seen, they'll give you the little pickup thing to help pick up the trash and do things as well. And then you get all that with the trash bags, and then you can dump them uh, in any of those 14 dumpster locations. And uh, I'll go through them. These are alphabetical, right? ACI Fire Department, Bridgetown Fire Department, Cockrum Old Schoolhouse, Eudora Park, Fairhaven Fire Park, or fire Department, uh, Greenbrook Park, Hernando Middle School, Horn Lake Middle School, Lewisburg Primary, the Love Fire Department, the Nesbitt Water Association, Robertson Donald Park, Summers Hill Fire Department Number 1, and the Walls area. And if you live in those areas, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you know where you can go. Now, they will not allow you to put aerosols, all-purpose cleaners, antifreeze, batteries, electronics, oil, paint, tires, insecticides, herbicides, That's coming up later, in May, in fact, when we'll talk more about the hazardous waste stuff. But cleanup day in DeSoto County begins tomorrow, my friends. Speaking of tomorrow, again, our program, Jake Thompson, is going to be in studio. Uh, We'll discuss uh, a few other things, including maybe even a little audio from what will happen at 1 o'clock today. Governor Tate Reeves uh, has said that he will sign into law that teacher pay raise, the largest in the state's history. Round of applause for all of the people that worked through and got to that. Uh, We know our educators need to be paid better than they have been in the past, and that will be signed into law today at 1 o'clock. I'm sure we'll discuss that a little bit on the program tomorrow, maybe with a comment from Governor Reeves. I'm sure that will be discussed as well coming up here on the Midday Show with Gerard. That's about to go from 10 until 1. It's Thursday, so you get In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, 2 to 3. Rebecca Turner and Good Things finished up by the Sports Talk Mississippi guys getting us closer to the weekend and ready for SEC baseball, whether it is Mississippi State, Ole Miss, whatever it might be, getting an opportunity to talk about all of those things uh, with all the good dudes that are on the airways from 3 until 6. Then you get into, what, Lars Larson, everything else. Gallo comes back from 6 to 9, and then I'll key the mic at around 9.06 with what's going on in North Mississippi. Today's program, the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Thanks to Mary Claret Landsgard for talking with us about the spring band concert. Cheyenne Hewitt on the sophomore exhibition and art gallery production that will be coming up as well. Thanks to you for listening. Back tomorrow.